afternoon. Want to kick things off uh, today? Want to kick things off um, with an issue that one of our listeners brought up during a phone call yesterday afternoon? You might remember um, that. Jonathan called in to win Brian Adams tickets yesterday afternoon and then went on to, you know, complain about the increase in phishing scams coming through as a text on your phone. Do you remember this? The way it works is you receive an SMS text message from Interact asking you to deposit money that's been sent to you by email or whatever, right? You go to choose your bank. And I have my Scotia account set up so that all I need is my thumbprint. Well, this directs you to a website that asks you for your card number and uh, okay. your password. Now, it looks legitimate. It's for $500.28 from the from CRA. Now, that's, that's how they get you, right? It's not an even number. They throw in a couple of pennies at the end there so that you think that it's legitimate. It's at the time of year when something like that could possibly happen. There could be a windfall. And with Christmas coming, who couldn't use an extra $500.28? So that was Jonathan who called in yesterday to talk about um, a phishing scam that someone tried to uh, pull over on him. Now, just the other day, the federal telecom regulator said between July and September of this year, 83% of all phishing messages reported to its spam reporting center were sent as texts. What are you seeing? 780-496-0063. Let me know. Now, phishing messages are designed to really manipulate, manipulate you into revealing sensitive personal information. Uh, oftentimes, you have to click on a link. They like to impersonate well-known companies like I don't know, phone providers, utilities, that sort of thing. Let's find out more with Kevin Dawson, who's the president and CEO of ISA Cybersecurity. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for making time for us today. And boy, oh boy, I'm hearing more and more calls like Jonathan yesterday, and I'm seeing it more and more on my phone. What's going on? Is it just scammers looking for a new way to scam? So they're turning to text and phishing, uh, phishing texts? Yes. The short answer is yes. Um, what Jonathan's talking about is actually a term called smishing, mm. uh, which is uh, SMS text phishing. So there, there's three different variants or three cousins of the of the same model. One is phishing, which is email-based typically. Uh, the other is vishing, which is um, and, and smishing. And vishing is voicemail. So you might have received a yes. message that was left that it was... Uh, uh, the RCMP coming for your arrest, that sort of thing. Um, and then obviously, uh, uh, smishing is SMS text messaging. <laughs> and they always play off of uh, a sense of urgency with the reader. It could be positive, could be negative, could be something in the case of Jonathan where, where he was about to make a windfall. Oftentimes, it's a, it's a negative consequence. Uh, as you said, uh, a lot of the, the big companies, the courier companies get leveraged a lot because everyone's ordering things online these days. So. Um, any one of those companies are, are targets to be used in these campaigns, but it's it's definitely on the rise, and it's uh, it's just very successful to to um, look at people's gullibility and, and take a sense of urgency um, and let people drop their guard without taking an extra thought to uh, to think about the source of the message. Kevin, ten minutes into the show, and I've learned something because I didn't know about smishing, fishing, and fishing. I knew about fishing, but I didn't know about the other two. So that's fantastic. Now we know what that is. So. <clears throat> How, when, when these scammers, um, you know, I think I, I'd like to believe that the majority of people know that this is a scam.
scam. I know, unfortunately, there are people who fall for it. What are the scammers looking for? And then how do they use it? How, like, I'm trying to figure out what they do with the information that they obtain. How do they profit off of that? Well, you know, I'll use Jonathan's example from the, from the clip that you just played again. Um, with Jonathan's example, they're gaining his access to his bank account. So they're taking the fact that he's clicked on a link and entered his bank account information, and now they can use it to go to the legitimate banking account mm. and then transfer themselves money and things like that. Some of the things you would have noticed uh, years ago, or not years ago, but a few years ago, in the early days of phishing and smishing, you would have seen bad grammar words spelt incorrectly, uh, clumsy formatting. These made it much easier to spot. However, kind of these days, it can be a lot more sophisticated and convincing, and the threat actors are using things like Grammarly to correct their grammar mm -hmm. and, and put it in a more uh, context for the, uh, for the reader. Um, Interesting. Some red flags to look for. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, if the email's sent, or if it's like a business type email, but it's sent from a Gmail or a Hotmail or, or kind of a personal email account, um, that's something that professional organizations almost never do. Um, again, the spelling mistakes, the awkward formatting, unprofessional, unpro unfamiliar wording. Um, if you take your mouse and hover over any of the things that they want you to click, um, you want to look to see that those things they want you to click are actually legitimate and linking back to the uh, the, the, the website that's uh, that's actually the company's website. And you have to be looking for lookalikes because somebody will, will create a, a website that looks exactly like another vendor's but replace one letter. An E can look like a three. Uh, an N or an M can look like an N and an R. So they do these lookalike websites. So you have to be very careful. And I say hover over, you don't want to click on it because that would take you to the website and validate that you received the email and got those things. Uh, and then those, those sense of uh, um, urgency, um, things that they're trying to get you to act immediately. Double click, uh, your, your shipping won't be happening or your shipping will be late. Um, money in your account, these sorts of things. Or one of the ones that, uh, yeah, the, the the urgency one, whether it's you know your your, your grandkids been hurt and they need money uh, immediately, or your your energy, your electricity is going to be cut off at your house. I know that this is one that's going around in in Alberta right now. People saying, hey, you know, if you don't pay up right away, you know, 45 minutes, you're going to get cut off from your electricity, and you have to do it through Bitcoin. It seems to me that Bitcoin is is another area where folks are are um, are getting taken in on or, or or at least that's what the scammers are using to get the cash yes absolutely I mean it's it's relatively untraceable so if you're if you're using email accounts or emailing money to people your banks can track those emails and typically when you set up an email account you have to identify or validate your identity so um, Bitcoin allows that a level of anonymity um, and what these what these threat actors are typically leveraging is um, psychology, fear and uncertainty. The, the, as you said, the grand the grandparents and their grandchildren. Well, nobody wants their grandchildren to be without money, so we're going to send money. Nobody wants to be without power. Um, the other thing they'll often uh, look at is social events. Uh, we've seen a heightened increase in phishing attempts leveraging uh, the passing of the queen mm -hmm. and the uh, and the potential coronation of the king, and people are interested in these sorts of things. So they'll, they'll be more 
uh, adept to it or more susceptible to clicking on them because it piques an interest. And, and so these are the things that you, you see a lot of in terms of uh, uh, what they're leveraging, the, what they're, they're, the psychology of individuals. I think most of us think that we're pretty smart enough to beat it and, 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 or, be, or not get scammed, let's put it that way. But and we may, might have concern about uh, older people in our world. I know we've had, you know, those conversations with, you know, my, my you know, aging parents, that sort of thing. Um, but what about, you know, younger people? people in your world if you've got uh, young teens if you've got a 13 to I don't know 18 year old living in your house and they get one of these smishing uh, texts I mean it's important for them to know as well that hey you know what you just didn't come into 452 and 16 cents right I mean this is a fake it's the conversation has to be had Absolutely. Um, these sort of skills, uh, I, I relate to being life skills. You, you teach your children how to swim so that they fall in water, they don't drown. And, and cybersecurity needs to be treated, uh, or cyber having a cyber mindset needs to be treated the same way. Um, there are some things you can identify for, for your children. Uh, they, they often, children often have a, a heightened sense of skepticism, so that's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that, that that age group you talk about is very active on is social platforms. Mm-hmm. And that can actually be dangerous because the, over, the amount you overshare on social platforms can be used against you as, as, as targeted. Even things in the background of your pictures can be used to, you get an email that says, hey, I love the poster in your room, well, they saw that on a picture on a social platform. You now have a connection with that person because they know the poster in your room, mm. but they don't know you, and they, and then that's that creates that connection. So you have to be very careful what you share on on social platforms and social media and that sort of thing. Yeah, great reminder about pet names and birthdays and you know all of that sort of thing. And, and I think that's for all ages. Let's be real. I think that is a, is an important reminder for everybody on social media these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kevin Dawson joining us this afternoon. Kevin, I sure appreciate your time and your expertise on this. Let's do it again sometime in the future. Absolutely, Jalen. Thank, Thank you very you much so for much. your time tonight. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Kevin Dawson joining us, the president and CEO of ISA Cybersecurity. Um, we're talking about, you know, this these these scams, and a lot of folks are seeing them come across on your on your phones. So there's smishing which is the text, the SMS texts. There's phishing, which is email, and vishing, which is uh, a voicemail. Like I said, learn something new every day on this show. Uh, didn't know about smishing and vishing, but now I do. Um, and I got uh, I, I got a vishing call yesterday. I got a smishing call earlier today. What about you? What are you seeing? How are you handling this? Uh, there's a number of issues happening in the province right now when it comes to Uh, These sense of urgency scams that are going on. 